Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the Substandard Expanded Universe. Welcome to this week's episode of the SSEU podcast. We are a 90-odd episode old podcast dedicated to the fine arts. The world is currently a chaotic place. We have uncontrolled fires in California that make San Francisco look like a scene out of Blade Runner 2049. Crucial negotiations are taking place between the United Kingdom and the European Union to finalize a trade agreement before the end of the year. And we also recently saw an attempted assassination of the Russian opposition politician Alexei Navalny. And much, much more. Thankfully, guys... This podcast is about none of that boring stuff. We are going to talk about why TikTok is bad, how to improve political campaign websites, and I hope that we're going to get an update on Consent Fest in the age of Corona. I have also prepared a quiz for my co-host today, and I'm looking forward to distributing it up their nose. No, those are different kinds of tests. Can our guests participate in the quiz? Uh, Yes, yes. Okay, because you said co-hosts, okay. Guest hosts, too. Wait, uh, Flag, Flag is hosting? I've got a promotion. Love it. <laughs> the pressure's on. Well, uh, do you see Ryan here? I, I do not see Ryan, no. Do you hear Ryan? No. I don't hear Ryan either. No. He's not on this call. The S, uh, I should say that the SSEU podcast can be found on most podcast machines and on Twitter at SSEU podcast. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, I suggest sending a letter with USPS and hoping that they do a better job of delivering that than they did in delivering my package to Sweden, which I sent three weeks ago and still haven't seen. Anyway, you would think that producing a podcast like this is incredibly expensive and you would be wrong. That does not mean that we do not appreciate any support that you're inclined to give over at patreon.com forward slash sseupod. There is a number for the monthly donations that when we hit it, when we get to it, Ryan is going to streak through the University of Texas campus together with that cow mascot that they have. Uh, Ryan has told me that he is really excited about finally getting to visit a college campus. Uh, Chris, how are you? I'm doing well. I, that was a great intro, Thomas. I, so many things came to mind. As I mean, my first idea is they should they should be in production of Blade Runner, the sequel to 2049, right now. Think about how much money they'd save in, on CGI. In just yeah. like it, they just have the look right now. They just need to to get Gosling out there and. Have you have you seen the images or videos from uh, San Francisco flag? I have not. Oh, so it, it's... It's crazy. To, uh, Midday I, I, and yeah, it's crazy. I was, about, I was about to say it's great. I mean, it <laughs> is like, it's like, it's great looking in the photos. Like, I lived in San Francisco for a few years. Yeah, so apparently all the poop has caught fire and there are these massive fires throughout the, the state and they are uncontrolled, just spreading. And so in the middle of the day at 11 a.m. noon, if you looked up at the sky, like over the, the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, the sky was just orange. Thomas, yeah, should, should we do a little show and tell? Should we? I'm glad I don't we, live there anymore. Should we show Flag some of these pictures? Uh, no. It makes for good radio. 
For those of you who do not know, uh, Flag Taylor is the executive producer of the SSEU podcast. He has been on a sabbatical for the past, I don't know, four months and has not done much producing. A podcast uh, sabbatical, not, not, a, not my job sabbatical. No, what did you do during your job sabbatical? Produced this podcast. <laughs> Wrote poetry and did the podcast, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what have you been up to during your podcast sabbatical? Well, I've been doing my job, so it, it, oh. it worked out. <laughs> it worked out well. <laughs> it's nice that Skidmore lets you arrange your schedule around this podcast. Yeah, I just wrote a little, uh, little nice email to the uh, the new president, explained to him the the situation, you know, how <laughs> I like to organize my time, and uh, he said, "Yeah, great. I know you know the the podcast will promote." Skidmore College in the places we want to get it promoted. So he's, you know, I think I think applications have expanded since I've started being on the podcast. You know? So, so does does that go under service? Yes. So for those who do not know, so at universities, uh, faculty generally have three different categories. It is research, teaching, uh, and service. And I assume that this fits perfectly in the service category, which can be, you know, almost freaking anything that you agree with your. Department chair or dean that issue. Yeah, be. the podcast is uh, department chair, replaced, huh? Who's, who's replaced lots of uh, lots of annoying committee work that I would have had to do. Who's your department chair? Was it hard to for your department chair to approve this as a service? Well, I, I told you I went directly to the president. I avoided oh, having okay. to go to the department chair because okay. the department chair is not really someone you know friendly to to podcasts like this. <laughs> Oh, okay. That sounds like there's there's trouble in the flag Taylor household there. <laughs> too many too many doctors spoil the broth. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I'm young, pasty, and Swedish, and you can't wait to meet this. And I'm not throwing away my shot from the Arctic Circle to Oklahoma. I probably shouldn't brag, but dag, I speak Finnish. But problem is my accent just won't diminish. Some defiance and political science. Yo, look, I got my diploma. I'm a teacher of war. I got charm galore. All the drinks I pour, lady Hata for sure. Only 36, but my Volvo is older. These Arizona streets get hot and they smolder. Every burden, every disadvantage I've learned to manage. Now I got a mic to brandish. My hosting skills, outlandish. The plan is to take my podcast on the road. If only fucking ride would carry his load. I am the T-H-O-M-A-S-P-H-D. We are, we are meant to be a podcast that counts regularly. Meanwhile, Chris interrupts endlessly. Ryan's on time, occasionally. And thanks to Jason, no one will ever agree. Those brackets prevent all harmony. Megathread won't end this century. Hey, Lassie, are you into me? Don't be shocked when the subbeacon mentions me. Clarity Media, you see, cause the substandard to flee. We'll do a dance when those fuckers declare bankruptcy. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I'm young, pasted Swedish, and you can't wait to meet this, and I'm not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I'm young, pasted Swedish, and you can't wait to meet this, and I'm not throwing away my shot. Time to take a shot. Uh, we have had a, a very active day here at the podcast office. We have released two afterglows on the Patreon today. Uh, Chris, did you get a chance to listen to either of them? I listened to 
uh, last episode's episode, what was that? So the one before Sunny, I listened to that, and then half of the Sunny one, and I had forgotten how insane the Sunny Afterglow is. Uh, so everyone should join Patreon if you want to hear Thomas tell some crazy stories. Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm going to one of those bars next time. Okay, so uh, Flag, I understand that you went on a vacation to the casinos in Atlantic City. Uh, I did. Uh, Ryan is texting us. Well, I don't. He's asking us where where we are. Should I tell him we're doing a podcast and to go away? He, you know, yeah. he would appreciate if you were really literal and say, "I am at Skidmore College." <laughs> well, Ryan, clearly you have the wrong link. There is. There is. I see Piper. I don't see Ryan. We're lucky today. But but uh, you were talking about flags, uh, Thomas. You're talking about flags. Uh, Time oh, off. yeah, flag, uh, yeah. flag. flag. Uh, it sounds like you had quite the vacation in Ocean City. I did. We had uh, we went for two weeks, which is rare. We usually only go for one. And uh, Natalie's parents joined us, as, as well as Natalie's sister and her husband. Ooh, uh, that is a lot of deuces. Wait, you, didn't yeah, mention, yeah. you didn't mention the sister and family. Wait, yeah, how, yeah. So how, how, many, how many people? Uh, let's see, four. Count them. So we, had, we had eight. And then nine with uh, Flag had a friend the second week. Uh, he had a, a friend from school come come down and join nine us. Nine people, two bathrooms. We had two different places where there were not nine people oh. and two bathrooms. Oh, okay. so. All right, but 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 you guys are vacationing together. Uh, ocean City, appropriately named, since I I hear there's an ocean there. There's an ocean there. Lovely beaches. Uh, nice boardwalk. Lots so, of uh, you know treats. Um, so when was this? First two weeks in August. Okay, so what was open? Was were most things open or were they closed? I don't. Yeah, most things were open. Probably over half of the restaurants were only open for takeout um, or outdoor dining. But yeah, every, everything was open. Uh, you know, most people would wear masks walking on the boardwalk. So yeah, it was it was quite pleasant. I had sort of under underestimated how nice it would be just to be out of my house. <laughs> After being in lockdown since March 9th. So I think uh, qu- like going, going anywhere would have been fine, but the beach was just glorious. Question. Did they wear the masks when they went swimming? I did not see that. No. Okay. No. Well, and honestly, wearing masks on the beach is kind of dumb. It, that's, you're, yeah, you're most people weren't masked, masked up on the beach, but when they were walking on the boardwalk, yeah, um, yeah. getting food and all that, they were. Yeah, it was really really good weather there was a there was a minor hurricane while we were there <laughs> what's a minor hurricane <laughs> it was that one that hit uh i don't i don't remember its name but it, it was actually worse um it hit it hit the new jersey inland much harder than it did the hmm. beach for some reason so we were actually how does that work it was, yeah, it was it was strange it was very so windy so what does that mean just wind and rain for you yeah yeah for a couple it was just days, one day for like six, seven hours it rained. But so, so you just you just kind of stayed in, watched lives of others a couple times, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was it was uh, it was uh, two back to back viewings of the lives of others. The second time I did like a director's scholar commentary on it. <laughs> Maggie Maggie loved it the second time around, especially. Have you guys had your kids watch the new Mulan movie yet? You mean the 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 movie that was filmed where there are concentration camps? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll be watching that. 
<laughs> I'm I'm really glad that Sonny's beating the drum on this. Uh, you know, someone's got to tell this story. It's it's just insane the way that we kind of coddle China. Um, the, the, I mean, the NBA we talked about is is a perfect example of kind of the coddling of a, of a really horrible regime that has a million people in in a concentration camp. So yeah, that's that's enough about that subject. So when you got back to uh, back home, oh, flag, I, took, I did take a surfing lesson. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, oh. How how did that go? Not as well as I would have hoped. Uh, so how how does that work? Like, do you go out together with? Well, I assume you get some le- like some instruction on dry land first, or how? Yeah, they they spend like ten fifteen minutes, you know, teaching you the different steps to stand up on the board when you're on the beach. Um, but there wasn't a ton of it. They, you know, I think the the guys that we were with uh, who ran the surf shop you know, thought the best way to learn is just to get out there and get, try to do okay. it. So there was not a ton of, like, so, technique decision stuff. Didn't so, Flag 5 take to it, or am I thinking of Flash? Am I mixing up the lasts and you guys? Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if, um, if the last did surfing. I had not heard that. It could be, it could be the case that they did that, but I don't know. Um, yeah, Flag 5 was pretty good. I mean, it was hard because the, we, we picked probably one of the worst days in terms of waves so the waves are pretty small it's like mid mid hurricane oh yeah. okay opposite oh no the opposite problem <laughs> if you would have are... gone when the hurricane was there this would not have been really a problem to go out and learn during the hurricane uh, but, but so so then you just you grab the board and you like you lie down on it and paddle out it's that yep yep okay yeah and then you kind of turn yourself around and you kind of put your uh your hands um kind of at armpit height and you sort of push up and you know try to get your feet as quickly as you can but the yeah the waves are pretty small and they were breaking pretty close to the beach so the result was that when you when you crashed you wiped out in you know like <laughs> eight inches of water and and cut most of your body on the shelves flag flag you had a lot of ice cream uh on your vacation did you oh, have any did you have any issues with the cones and, and with ice, sticky hands? JVL seems to struggle with eating ice cream cones. Did you do a cone or did you did you go dish? I did. Uh, I did both. One night I got gelato, which was good, uh, mm-hmm. but then I got soft serve cone. I did get attacked by a seagull. <laughs> so I, I kid you not. In in the span of like six minutes, I was walking to get my ice cream with Maggie, and a seagull shat on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so I wiped, wiped it, wiped the, the seagull poop off, went up Dip. and got my ice cream cone and Maggie's. Dipped the ice cream in it a little. Was for... standing there, not even holding the ice cream cone in like a weird Statue of Liberty type thing, but just, you know, normal distance from my face. A seagull swooped down and knocked it out of my hand. I can't confirm that it was the same <laughs> seagull that had pooped on me. Uh, or if it was a different seagull, if it was like a united seagull flag <laughs> hate meeting. Did they think that you were like, did they think you were Sully Sullenberger? <laughs> <laughs> like he famously intentionally flies into groups of birds. And... Flag, um, can you tell me your thoughts on sand? I don't mind it. You don't mind it? Yeah, I like to pour it in my bathing trunks. <laughs> yes. Well, that feels, feels great. Well, See, good, that doesn't sound is, like <laughs> some people just like, like extra friction. That doesn't sound like you don't mind it. That sounds like you 
legitimately like it. Yeah, in the like you're not indifferent. In the crack, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Pro San. All right. Uh, uh, As everyone uh, can tell, uh, Ryan has finally joined the podcast. Ryan, I I assume that you are late today because of the weather outside. You guys got together and decided to start early. I don't know what you're talking about late. But yes, the reason I wasn't even earlier than I was just now was that the the weather here is just really it's really bad sometime overnight the um some kind of like polar express came in and uh really just killed the temperatures and it's just it's really bad out there uh i woke up went outside this morning i mean i barely made it back in the it was below 55 like i think it was like it said 55 but i think like it was it was like they rounded it up. It was more like 54. What do you mean and barely made it back in? What happened out there? Frostbite does it like <laughs> lit- frostbite literally takes like minutes. Hypothermia. Yeah. Frostbite I mean, knows, knows no color or my, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't feel my, my hands. I'd locked the door. And so my keys were fumbling. So right away I, I needed to go to the store. I mean, you know, I have a family to think about and I don't shop more than one day in advance for anything that we need. So we needed food for the day. Um, And I knew just from the way it looked that uh, the roads mostly were all normal roads were completely unpassable, impassable, and probably, probably roadblocks, probably police were out there just saying, no, it's too dangerous. Go back home. Because of the cold. What the cold, the weather, whatever else was, you know, whatever comes along with cold weather. Like I'm not, not used to it, so I don't know all the terms what, of it. What, where are cars in the ditch? Because usually when the first cold hits in Sweden and like it freezes over and whatever and people are never well, prepared. So. Sure. No, I think that that would be a good um, thing to look for as a signal of how bad the roads are. But I think like in this case, the roads were so bad that there weren't cars in ditches because just nobody was even trying. Like it was okay. just like, okay, it's clear. Just home. Don't, don't drive, don't drive. Yeah. So car won't um, start. I mean, don't even bother. I mean, they've, I, they've gotten a lot of practice the past five months. So in, in the, in the area of Austin, I live in, it's like, there's a lot of dog owners, dog owners everywhere. Um, just want to punch them. I just, I'd remembered, you know, Chris talking about how there's, you know, some kind of way that you can use dogs for a conveyance. And I was like reading a book recently that was something about that where these guys were like, I don't know, they're going out into the Arctic to like torture dogs or something like that. I don't really know what the premise of it was, but basically they could stand on this like sled thing and they'd like tie all the dogs together, um, like, you know, with really tight ropes. And, you know, they, you could just use the dogs to take you to work or to the store or whatever. So I gathered up enough of the neighborhood dogs that I thought that it would be. You know, it'd be enough to pull me because, you know, I had to figure in my weight and everything. And What, what kind of dogs were they? Um, I don't know anything about dogs. They were like, <laughs> they all the, had puncher, like, the punchable they, kind. I didn't take any of the, like, I made sure that they all like had four legs, you know, had some fur on them. And uh, other than that, I wasn't too picky, you know, because I was in a, in a, I was in a emergency situation. I, I used emergency powers. to. I left a note for everyone saying I used emergency <laughs> powers to commandeer your dog. Thank you for your service. Your, your emergency citizen powers. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah. No, that's, right that's a Texas thing. Like we have that but where the, you you can like you can like you statue. can like take your if, if there if there's no other mode of travel, you're allowed to take your neighbor's pet and use it for travel. 
When it's below um, 60 degrees, they declare martial law. <laughs> Code of Texan regulations. Okay, well, so did you get to, did you get to uh, H-E-B, I assume? Well, before we get to there, um, because oh. initially, no, I didn't. None of the dogs made it. <laughs> uh, just, you know, things happen up in the wild. And just through a series of unpredictable, unfortunate, uh, well, unfortunate, maybe not. Um, but just through a series of events, uh, just the, the dogs just all passed away from, yeah, you, you know, various consumptions, palsies. Well, they didn't I mean, make it. Um, that's you, sad. Did you check their balls before you started for palsy? <laughs> or the balls got palsy? I did. I did. Yeah, I did. A, I did a quick balls, balls palsy check on all of them. I don't know. I'm not a veteran. And so I don't know a lot about animal medicine. <laughs> and luckily, though, I was like looking at my phone and I saw this app that I have on there. And I was like, oh, let me. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't. But luckily, the heroes at Uber are still, you know, out operating, risking their lives in these conditions. Um, you know, cars are in dog sleds. I, that's the first thing I looked for. I was like, uh, there well, a dog there's sled Uber? Be, there's got to be an Uber dog sled. <laughs> Somewhere near, or at least a pedicab. I thought that, well, you know, you can walk. Maybe there's, maybe there's a pedicab that can get me. And that's really the only reason I clicked there's on the There's some app, superhuman who can actually pedal you a couple miles. Yeah, I guess, like, I'm sure you know, Uber's a big company. They're, they've got, like, secret tech stuff. So they've probably got some kind of, like, special tires that can drive through ice or water or fire or, you know, just a ton of dead dogs i made it to the store made it made it back home and uh you know even though i left the notes uh you know letting people know did, did self <laughs> self checkout of course oh yeah i did self checkout that's still you know nothing wrong the weather doesn't affect self checkout i like if i if there was anything that ever like uh, affected like if it was it, i don't know what the situation would be but it was like you know if you go to the store you're gonna have to use a cashier <laughs> I'll be like, okay, I'm, I'm not eating. Starve. I'm yeah. gonna, we're gonna, commandeer some more dogs. Um, but as it, even though I left the notes uh, for everybody, for all my neighbors, like letting them know uh, under emergency articles of the restitution, I've commandeered your dog for emergency uh, purposes. Um, so clearly, probably they knew, you know, they were prepared. Uh, you know, you send, you send your children or your animals off to service and you never know if they're going to make it back or not. So, uh, and I did, I kept all the collars, all the dog collars. And so I didn't remember which one went to which house. So I, I just knew I had eight of them. So I was just, <laughs> I, I did, uh, you know, I just returned them. <laughs> One guy, there what, I had. Th you... One guy had three left, and I was like, well, "Are one of these? Which one? I don't. I can't remember." Does so, it really matter, though? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what. Like, dog's what, a dog. I assume what... the collar is just so you can, uh, you know, chain it to things and make it pull things. So, but what? Maybe they had another dog. Though, like what? Um, I didn't really. So that there was a little confusion. So, uh. If I back I had to back up a little bit when I did commandeer all the dogs, I wasn't gonna. I I didn't know their names, and some of them had it on their collar. But I was gonna learn a bunch of different names. So uh, right away, I just told the dogs, "I'm renaming you all to Ginger Bitch." So all the dogs <laughs> were named Ginger Bitch because uh, I heard that name in, in a book about those guys who went in the Arctic and they their their favorite dog they named it Ginger Bitch. And so I thought, oh, that's a great sled dog name. I'm going to name all of you that. When I was returning the collars to the owners, 
there was a little confusion because I just, I didn't want to get into a whole discussion with him. Like I, you know, I need to get back home. Um, I'm not going to stand there and, you know, list off all, all the injuries and all the different things that happened to their dog out in the, out in the wilderness. So I, uh, I just, I, I made, I practiced it. I rehearsed it. I knew I had basically a few sentences, what I was going to say to every owner. And then I was just going to walk away, just keep it short and sweet. That's how they do it in the military. As I gave him back the collar, I said, um, I'm sorry for your loss. Ginger bitch was a great dog. She was a truly furry dog and she fought like hell to the end. The, the main part here is that you made it back alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the family got food and we, we know that you can always count on Uber. And, you know, even though those dogs didn't do, you know, didn't, their death didn't serve any purpose at all. I, th- I still think it was worth trying. Transition. I have a quiz for you guys uh, that I want to get in before Flag leaves. Last week on the podcast, we did a movie draft. And Chris drafted a movie called Fast Five. Was that, was that the movie? I did not draft, draft Fast Five. Sonny did. Sonny drafted Sunny Fast Five. Sonny drafted Fast Five. Even better. So it Sonny won the blockbuster category. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Chris went on a, a Fast and Furious rant, which is why today we are having a Fast and Furious quiz. Great. I, I knew this. This is what I thought Flag was talking about Paul Walker earlier. Uh, all right, so a fast. I, I've tried to to pick questions that aren't too hard. I actually think that I I think that you might actually get some of these. You will all uh, buzz in with the name of your governor. So uh, Ryan, uh, you buzz in. I don't know, like you know something about you know you know what I mean. Uh, Chris, on the other hand, he the guy. Never mind. Uh, Chris is like hot gov. And Flag can bust in as mass murderer or something. I don't know, or in- incompetent. Uh, but yeah, you, you bust in uh, as your governor. Five questions, but there are also two bonus questions that I will ask you if, if you get a question right. Uh, okay, first question. In which year did the first movie in the franchise come out? Christy Noam. Oh, fuck Hot governor? 2002. No. Uh, bad case of the wheelchairs. <laughs> um, two thousand. Uh, also wrong. Uh, New York. Cuomo. Uh, <laughs> Nineteen ninety-nine. No. Two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand three. But you get no points. Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say two thousand one. Ah. I was the. I was the closest without going over. <laughs> this is not prices right rules. Uh, June twenty second, two thousand and one. Okay, zero points all around. Question two: Which movie in the franchise has performed the worst at the box office? And keep in mind, you need to reply with the name of the movie, not just the number. Greg Abbott. Uh, Wilshire. Uh, something something Tokyo Drift. Christy Noam Ryan what would the full name of that movie be oh that's Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift that is correct Uh, that is correct yeah it um, uh, the bonus question Ryan gets first stab at it no uh, yeah Ryan gets first stab at it Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, it. how much do you think it made either worldwide or domestic Hmm. Um, domestic I will say 
if you're within a hundred, a hundred million, and worldwide probably like three hundred million. Mm, that's incorrect. Uh, Flag and Chris. I say uh, one fifty domestic and f- uh, four fifty global. That's also incorrect. Well, uh, okay. one, we, we know we're not going to get it right on. Like <laughs> one ninety domestic. No, I mean, I would have given you, like, if you were within, like, 10 million, I would have given it If you were within 10 cents, I would have given it to you. It made 60 million domestic in the United States. What? Hmm. Yeah, the the second one. It came out in, I think, think two years after the first one, so 2003. And I think think Flag knows why that is. My faith in America is restored to know that. (laughs) Wait, you you said the second one. He knows America's racist. You're saying the third one, right? (laughs) Uh, whichever one it is in the order, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. That's the third. Remember, uh, the second one is called Too Fast, Too Furious. Right. Oh, you know, I didn't memorize your whole Fast and Furious <laughs> bit yet from last week. And uh, that's why the third suffers. So that was the so that was the most like, like now that that was the most information I had ever learned about the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. Well, that. you know, the subbeacon theory is that usually the the next movie in a franchise suffers from a uh, the previous movie not being so good. So they talk about Mission Impossible, how two is bad, so three didn't perform as well as it should have in the box office. And that's clear here because, as we know, it, the second movie, it was just too fast. Yeah. And, well, and probably a little bit too furious. Great. So they should have gone slightly faster, <laughs> a little more furious. Yeah. <laughs> the right amount of faster. Right. Uh, the the most successful movie in the franchise when it comes to bringing in the money is Fast Seven, which the one po- with Paul Walker, the last one he's in. About the one with Paul Walker. About well, one point five ghost billion. Ghost Paul Walker. So one point five billion. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, worldwide. Do you guys you know question? The- okay, never mind. Maybe, maybe maybe we'll cover this in the quiz. So I'll save my. Yeah. Okay. okay. I had some trivia. I had some yeah. Fast Furious trivia we'll, too. We'll we'll get more. to that. Well, uh, question, the third question. So uh, Ryan has a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fast Five was a departure from the format of the previous films, abandoning street racing in favor of transforming the franchise into a heist action series. Although the movie still contains one car race, Fast Five also sees the introduction of Dwayne The Rock Johnson into the franchise as Luke Hobbs. The Rock later gets to headline Hobbs and Shaw together with Jason Statham. Who plays the villain in Hobbs and Shaw? Oh man, that's not a Fast and Furious question. <laughs> it's it's in the Fast and Furious universe. It's, yeah, it's the Hobbs and Shaw question. What kind of quiz is this? <laughs> who is that? I I knew who it was. Cuomo. Because... Yeah, New York. Randy Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> If it was I, Randy Quaid, I would have seen it. I hate <laughs> to say that it is incorrect. Oh, shoot. Yeah, Texas. Was it that guy from the other um, movies? I, I know this the, guy. Um, the guy from the other movie? The, the, hot Governor, the, Hot Governor. The, the, Five, and four, the, the, three. Darth Vader. Darth, Darth Vader? Was it Darth no, Vader? incorrect. Uh, Chris. Was it Idris Elba? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's right. He's trying to poison the world or something Darth like Vader that. Darth was close. Yeah. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? That's problematic. <laughs> Do you mean, Ryan, did you mean James Earl Jones or did you mean the Scottish guy who was in the suit? 
He doesn't meant, know what I mean, he meant. I mean, the Land real, of Calrissian? I mean, the real person and uh, evil person from history, Darth Vader. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Uh, Ryan has one point. Ryan has one point. New York is still <laughs> lagging a bit. I've got two points. I, he just wanted me to add him up. Question four. <laughs> it's going to be fun we, when he edits this and hears that. <laughs> as we are all tragically aware, Paul Walker is no longer among us. Perhaps his best-known work was in the Fast and Furious franchise. Which movie That's is Paul sad. Walker's final film appearance? Uh, Christy Noem. Yeah, South Dakota. Uh... Fast seven. Correct. Point to Chris. Yes. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan gave me the answer yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I can get something for that. And I've also got... You get an assist. <laughs> uh, Chris, bonus question for you. What is the name of his character in the franchise? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I don't Ryan know reflect- that. I don't know that. <laughs> but I you're, do you're know... Gonna, you're going know... to answer a question I didn't ask. I know the last. Uh, I know the last text message that Paul Walker sent. What is that? It said, "Hey, I dropped off our daughter's car seat and just all the seat belts to my paper mache car and left them on your porch." Okay, uh, his na- um, flag. Isn't it, have a guess? isn't it cool that we can text and drive safely? <laughs> yeah. Do I have a guess uh, on uh, his name in the franchise? Oh, uh, no, I. <laughs> I have never seen one minute of any of these movies. <laughs> That's why ball, it's a great is it, quiz. Is it Ball, is it ball Walker? <laughs> ball uh, Walker it, it is Brian O'Connor. Of course. Uh, In a million years, I would not have gotten that. Uh, okay. Uh, question five. In what country is the franchise instead known as Wild Speed? Hot Governor. Got- South Dakota. Uh... I'm going to say China. I am correct. Ryan. Uh, Governor Ryan. <laughs> okay. Canada. No. <laughs> Flag Taylor. Uh, Dr. Nursing, Taylor. nursing home mortician. Uh, <laughs> uh, Japan. Correct. That was, very good. Like, uh, all of them are, all of them are called wild speed something uh, in Japan. Wild uh, speed. <laughs> they're, okay. So they're, they're wild speed on Tokyo they're Drift. Things. Yeah. 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 I think it's wild speed Tokyo Drift. Um, uh, or, or is it like French fries? Like in France, they don't call them French fries. They just call them fries. Like, <laughs> is, it, is it in Japan? Is, is it just drift? Is it wild <laughs> speed drift? What, is, what does wild speed sound like in fake Japanese? Thomas, don't 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 we will move on to the tiebreaker since you oh are my. all tied. So, wait, wait, we're all tied. We all have two. You all have like no, have you have two. You win. You win. So the tiebreaker is just for fun. Vin Diesel's network. Ooh, is Vin Diesel's network. Network. <laughs> Net worth. Yeah. How much money does the man have? Ninety million. Oh wait, wait, wait. Um, Way up. One forty. That's what I was. You could okay. You take all the numbers. I'll take. I'll, <laughs> I'll take, take all the numbers. Ryan gets all the letters. So uh, Chris says one forty. Ryan. One forty. Uh, flag. <laughs> Two ten. Close. Two twenty five. 
Are That's you ridiculous. Fucking it's kidding insane. Me. <laughs> you know what? I no capitalism doesn't work. If you're telling me, uh, you know, a mumble mouth Vin Diesel has made two hundred twenty million dollars based on the fact of he's talking mumble into mouth. microphones. That's some racist term that I haven't heard before. <laughs> All right. Is Vin Diesel an ethnic minority? So which um, which uh, which uh, which minority are you suggesting mumbles? Yeah, that, that would be. <laughs> also, when did you stop beating your wife? <laughs> oh, he stopped. Good. I'm just mad because Thomas wouldn't do his fake Japanese accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, something that might go behind the paywall. Do you guys know of the Extinction Rebellion? No. So the extin- wait, wait, wait. Is this? Are we still talking Fast and Furious here? Or no, no, we- no. This Fast is- and Furious <laughs> Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> this is a real life thing. It's a British thing. Okay. So the Extinction Rebellion. They travel back your- in time to save the dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, they would like to. They're like the, your run-of-the-mill like hippies, like oh, really you crazy f- hippies. Yeah, Jurassic Park, Fast and Furious in the same universe. <laughs> that we need to write this movie. Anyway, they had a protest. I think it was yesterday outside Parliament in England, and I was just scrolling through my newsfeed, and suddenly it was like Extinction Rebellion breast protest, and I was like, "The heck is this?" And I clicked on it, and I was utterly disappointed uh, because... No boobs? No, no, no. Plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no nipples? Not, not, no nipples. On, not on people... You want to look the, at. Not on the people I would prefer, mm-hmm. but they were still there. And I mean, couldn't look away. And so, but, but still, I mean, really excited at first, but it was a bit of a letdown. Uh, people it's, can go Google it if they're interesting. So it's wait, breast wait, protest. This would be equivalent to like blind, buying an ice cream sundae with a little turd in the dish, <laughs> where most of it is appealing, mm-hmm. but there's just enough turd to make it totally unappealing. But you can just eat, if, eat around the turd. Okay. What All if right. there's just too much ice cream? A little. A little turd doesn't spoil. I don't know, Flag. Can you have too much ice cream? I never have. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, fl- flag, are you a? Are you a? Uh, what's what's that ice cream called that people love? Is it Bluebell? No, it's a. Uh... Mm-hmm. I've heard of Bluebell. I, blue I don't ball. know if I've ever. Bluebell's in Texas. I think yeah. it's blue blue balls. Blue balls. Yeah, it's blue blue <laughs> balls ice cream. Are you trying to yeah. say blue balls? No, no, like, but yeah, but why? Aren't people obsessed with it or something? Mm-hmm. Blue balls. Yeah, yeah, I mean. They had some kind of like uh, uh, I can't remember what it was, but there was like a, uh, an outbreak of like some kind of contamination that they that got into a huge batch of their ice cream, and it, like they pulled it off the shelves, and people weren't even like, oh, maybe we should stop buying. They were just like, <laughs> so when's the driver coming back with more? Because I don't care, I want it. It's kind like, of a miracle that they haven't had more outbreaks like that because I don't know if you remember. Our, one of our lady lawyers, Laura, uh, shared about how when they were doing research, because one of her sons has a really bad allergy, and like they basically don't clean their equipment. And so oh. they could not assure her that, that uh, he could eat their ice cream and be allergen-free. Oh, right. So, so don't eat Bluebell. Well, I, mean, you want, I, still, you want, I still get it. Well, I mean, it's 
So so, so flag, you still get blue balls. Like so, it's it's it's, it's safe you know, to rub rub it on your balls. It's all the way. It's just in the way that they churn it. Like they they churn it and just like. Uh, just like you, you, you get that ice cream in your mouth, and you just think about them churning that ice cream out. Just pushing. Would you them. recommend churning your own butter? I mean, if you got the time and the okay. tools. Okay, Tom. Was it Tom? No, who churned her own butter? Tom. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, flag. Uh, do you have a preferred ice cream? Uh, I eat. Is uh, we have the Stewart's ice cream is sort of our local kind of convenience store ice cream that i think is pretty good up here in the uh i think it's just a new york vermont store but it's fine that's kind of cool there's still regional ice creams that it hasn't yeah. you know been you know there's not like three options nationwide you know yeah, super I mean, like, cool like like regional in vermont you have uh, ben and jerry's right and like when you go there you gotta buy it because you can't <laughs> find it anywhere else do, do you have ice cream in south dakota or is it too cold yeah, we have we have ice cream here. Oh, cookies well, and cream was in, cookies and cream. The the flavor was invented in South Dakota. Let let me let me guess, Chris. You you only buy can you just Kirkland like, brand. Can you just like see a thing that's out there that people like, and just be like, oh, we invented that. This thing that like a lot of people probably just started doing at some point. We we started right. that. Right. Hmm. Did you know that we invented podcasting? <laughs> Us? <laughs> no, South Dakota. Oh. Flag, I, what are you saying? I just want to say before I go that I tried to um to watch some show that Ryan said I should watch on on some some he kept talking about stream str- streamers stringing st- streamers stringing you need to stream and I should just stream stream streamers buy some streamers so I didn't really understand so I called him on his payphone I called he said I'll be at the <laughs> be at the payphone outside Bucky's at three. <laughs> And I, so I called him and he, and it was a little static and, and from what I gather, he said, I I should just like go to the Amazon and buy, buy a a hot, uh, hot stick, stick. hot stick, and then mail the hot stick and they would send me the VHS tape of the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, I mean, there's only two ways to do it. That's the second way. So. Yeah, but and, you got and, that. It was there was a lot of static. I didn't real. know if you could hear me. At Bucky's, the payphone is in like the third stall of the bathroom. So, I think they have those sturdy stalls, though. I mean, mm. no one, no one could break in there while mm. you're talking. No, that's that's why. It's I like mean, a I, in here. <laughs> I mean, most gas station bathrooms, you find people busting in on you. There's <laughs> no one break. <laughs> Uh, but flag a uh, Jedi mama on Twitter. Uh, I know that she lives pretty close to you. She said that there's an Amazon store opening in a re- in a in a local mall. So maybe you can contact her and find out with the mall, and you could just drive to the mall and buy it. Go uh, to the uh, mall. Yeah, and and get a, an Amazon. And they sell the hot sticks at the, the mall. hot stick. They get yeah. the hot stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I know your generations affinity for the brick I and mortar stores. I, 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 want, I want a video of Flag going in to asking for <laughs> yeah, a hot like, stick. I would like one hot stick, please. Because <laughs> I, I heard you can trade these hot sticks for streamers. <laughs> is, that, is that true? I need, I need a hot stick for streamers. <laughs> All right, uh, Flag, thank you for coming on. Uh, I'll see you guys. I, Thanks I for really, having me. I hope that Bye, you flag. keep the job. I wish Bye, I flag. could stay longer.
I wasn't done talking Fast and Furious, guys. Uh, <laughs> do you? So I've only seen the first movie. Do you? So I can. Only, this is how I can really talk about. It. Uh, do, do you remember the plot of of the first movie? Like what kind of the? I haven't seen the first movie. The climax. I, I cannot tell you how long ago it's been since I. I believe saw they that. stole like a truckload of DVD players. Oh. Like that was like the conflict. DVD players. And then by like the seventh one. It's like, you know, they've got a... Nuclear submarines. Yeah. And international... Uh, yeah. It's like Billy, like, Mom, Billy Mumphrey, you know. Do you remember if Billy they attached... Do you remember the if they, name, Billy Mumphrey? <laughs> do you remember if they attached a value to the truckload of DVDs? Like, how much could it possibly DVD be DVD players. Oh, uh, players. So, so you could... I don't know. How many could you fit on a truck? And... <laughs> well... I mean, I mean, when you're selling them out of the back of a truck and not to a retailer, it's not like you'll so get as much money. Were they in boxes or were they just? They're in boxes. They were, they were back there. Okay, so you got to figure in the size of the box then. But but again, I guess back in the year 2000, those uh, DVD player would have been more expensive because, uh, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, they might have been a couple hundred bucks, right? They at, could at have been a, like like that that like the price of those DVD players could have been like. You know, almost half the price of the truck they were in. <laughs> because by like 2005, you could buy a DVD player for like 30 bucks. Yeah. Mm. Like they, they dropped in price in a way that VCRs never did. I remember even kind of at the at the end of VCRs, there was still never, like 70, I've never, 70 I've never bucks. bought a VCR. I've never bought a VCR before. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never. But you bought are like personally. ten years ten years older than me, so that makes sense. Who's ten years older than you? You. But but guys, so we have. Uh, I think we have time for maybe one more segment. Uh, when, yeah, one one more segment. Uh, so I actually have two segments. So I will let you choose, and then we'll do the other one in uh, Afterglow. Okay. So, first, first, can I can I just ask? Um, I I know that sports are back. Thomas, how are how's the Minnesota hockey team doing? Did are are we in in the Stanley Cup Finals? Mm-mm. So we lost in the what in the conference finals? Uh. Mm-mm. So we're so we're gonna so we actually won the Stanley Cup final. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think any of that is true. Mm, okay. All right. uh, Never mind then. It is Vegas against Dallas in the Western, and Tampa against. I don't. I. I really don't care. Who's Tampa playing? I. I, don't Vegas, know. I, I, I Vegas and Dallas. Dallas two hockey hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, the the thing is, so Vegas is what a. Th- three-year-old franchise now or something like that and they had yeah yeah that's what I was they, had, they had really generous like entry yeah, draft lovers. rules oh. when they enter like great, great. The, the other teams got to protect some players but they couldn't protect all of their good ones so vegas just you know picked a team so i'm, I'm just glad that Ve- <laughs> vegas dallas versus tamp either tampa and memphis right <laughs> Or does Memphis have a team? Uh, Carolina. Hot Springs. It was Hot Springs. <laughs> Palm, Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. Oh, the draft. We, we should uh, give everyone the results of the draft, shouldn't we? Or uh, do, we, right. do we have to? No, not really. Sunny won. Mm. I got zero points in the end. I got one point for taking Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. I got a point. Uh, I, I realized as I was listening 
to the lineups when I was when I listened to the episode that uh, when I heard you guys say what your comedy action action slash comedy was that I should have put bridesmaids there. I think I would have won that category and already gotten two. But yeah, there may be something to the idea of not setting the lineup, you know, right on the show because no, you should. Then you can, but then if you go last, you can pick out like where the weakest category is and move your best movie into that well, no, but No, but we're playing some sort of like by honors rules here. You set your lineup. <laughs> by honors. Oh, so as we're sitting there, like you can't change it after you heard everybody else say it. Okay. No. All right. No. Okay. Because we play by honors. Play by honors. All right, Thomas. Thomas, uh, were you going to tell us about chasing... Give me honors. Chasing cougars. Is that, is that one of the options? Oh, no. Well, so I, I just... I, it's not one of the options, but we can do it anyway. I just wanted to clarify something. Uh, so... You know, you're having worse luck now that you're in northern Sweden? Well, no. I, I, just, I just wanted to tell everyone out there, especially if we have any young listeners, that when, when you are starting out, you, you want an experienced horse when you are like practicing, just like when you are learning. Practicing? And I, I, I really want to endorse this idea that you want an experienced horse. You don't just want, you know, some, someone who is getting on the horse for the first time or whatever. Like, what are we talking about here? When, when you're doing what? When you're riding? When you're jumping off of a Chris, uh, high dive? About, I mean, obviously, obviously it's, it's a metaphor for sex. And when you're learning about sex and practicing, when you're masturbating, you do it with a horse. I mean, let's transition there, I think. Was uh, that not what? <laughs> Maybe not, I didn't get it. Maybe this isn't that kind of podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> we keep saying that. Okay, so <laughs> so I have two options: one for Afterglow, one for now. Uh, do you want to do TikTok or political campaigns on the show? So one of TikTok. these. Yeah, I TikTok. think we want to do TikTok. Yeah. Okay, uh, I want to begin by asking. I assume that you guys don't use it. Do you, <laughs> Are your are your kids on TikTok? That's, that's a safe assumption, Thomas. Yeah, that's a no, that's but, a safe assumption. But but are your kids on TikTok? No, it's Chinese spy technology. Of course not. Ryan, allowed in this house? Uh, no. So jo- Jonah, he he's the oldest. He's not on it. Uh, no, he's on YouTube, but not not TikTok. Okay. okay so so who do you think uses it? Mm, like thirteen <laughs> to. 19-year-olds, and then, like, a bunch of, like, 40-year-old dudes. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, think, I think it's actually, like, I think the main user base probably starts at, like, 10. Like, I think it's even younger than, than 10? 13. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. I, uh, yeah oh, uh, I, so next month, I, I'm going to have a 10-year-old, so. <laughs> I have a story about TikTok. The, the boys came home, and, like, they were, like, playing outside in the neighborhood, and they said that um, somebody that lives, I don't know, somewhere around here, had their own, like, YouTube and TikTok channel. And it was called, like, damn it, I wish I would have. They So they gave That's the boys... That's a weird name. <laughs> I, I know how you could it find was called, them. It was called, I... damn it. So they gave the boys those. <laughs> and they gave the, huh? they get, they were passing out these, like, uh, Livestrong bands before Livestrong, uh, you know, you know those can those yellow cancer. Yeah, the the Lance Armstrong, Armstrong yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, but they had the name of like their YouTube channel and TikTok channel on it, and it was called like "Mommy and the Baby" or something like that. Was the name of it? 
And so I assumed like it was a mom with her baby. No, no, it was a mom and it was a daughter, but the daughter, because so Jonah pulled it up on YouTube uh, at some point and because the boys came home, they all had these stupid live strong things and they're like, uh, Oh, look, these, these people. Yeah, but not live strong. The live strong things that aren't live strong. Um, the, uh, you know, those, those scam bracelets. And um, they're like, oh, these people, they're, they're famous. They have a YouTube channel and they gave us, they gave us these, uh, you know, these wristbands. And so Jonah pulled it up and it's like a mom and a daughter. The mom is probably in her 50s. <laughs> the daughter is... I don't know, in her 20s. Okay. The mom plays a baby. Oh. <laughs> I... God. Oh they do skits. Oh, this is the brilliant. The daughter as the mom and the mom as, like, a baby. Okay. Uh, See, so... I thought TikTok was mostly dancing. So when you said plays a baby, I was picturing suddenly early It's Always Sunny with Dennis in a diaper and like a, like on public access TV dancing with a I pacifier. Mean, no, so, but, so but, but not in a diaper, is, but you're not totally you're like, you know, it's you move a couple levels up from, you know, extreme of that and, you know, she has like a pacifier. And but what you're saying like is this is bib. like the new, this is like a replacement for Vine. In essence, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Well, eh, well, no, no, not, not, but I mean, yeah, they both. They both. Me, I, I suggested that before, and he, every time Thomas like shoots it down right away. No, He's a, like, no, the 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 replacement for Vine is called Byte, and it's going to be big one day. You should, you guys should go invest now. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Byte, Byte, how do you spell that? Byte. Okay, all right. Uh, mm. well, hang on, I hang on. Byte. <laughs> let's, let's pause it. I'm gonna shift all of my retirement into bite yeah no <laughs> no but so but the bulk of it wait bulk, i spelled it wrong what did i invest in <laughs> the bulk of tiktok is definitely like the dancing things that people do and like the whatever but so do you guys think it should be banned yes okay because of the chinese connection no, not the Chinese connection. It's, it's how it operates on phones and stuff and how it is a spying device. It's, it's like it is, it is a, a piece of malware that people download. Right. I mean, yeah, like they can see what you type in and what you do outside and uh-huh. they can insert things on your phone. Crap like wait, that. What, what you do outside? Like outside the app. Like say, you know, you took a bunch of dogs from a neighborhood <laughs> and you know, said you did one thing but did another thing. The president kind of, of China yeah. now knows that, Ryan. Yeah, you, you will get Winnie the Pooh is going to be really mad at you. Here's my thing about TikTok. I don't really mind it. I like it's, it's a fun app. Kids are going to be on all sorts of things, like kids and teenagers making videos to music, which is my impression that most of it is. Whatever, let them. Like, that's perfectly fine. Uh, if sure. you let your kids, like... Parents do this differently. I'm not sure that I would let my 10-year-old have their own phone and go online and do whatever, go on YouTube or whatever. But, or but leave if the I did, room or... No, but if I, if I did, let them go on TikTok. It's like, it's, it's whatever. So my issue with TikTok is the effect that TikTok has on old people, like this mummy, because there are a bunch of old people on TikTok. 
And I'm, I'm, I'm not even talking about people as old as that mom or Flag or Chris or even you, Ryan, but like mid to upper 20-somethings are on this freaking app. And I, I assume that they do it. I assume that they do it because they want to be hip and they want to be with the latest app or whatever and reclaim their youth and still pretend that they are cool. But the thing is that they're not. Like TikTok is an app for kids. There are mostly kids on it and these 20-somethings. It's not an app for them. So when the olds get on TikTok, what they do is that they just make a fool of themselves when they try to fit in with the kids. Like they look like idiots. I'm going to use the R word, but we're going to skip that. They look like idiots and morons. They do stupid pasta dances. They, they do whatnot. And so pasta I think... I like flag. And so I think mm -hmm. that we need to help them. Right. And really what we need to do, we don't need to ban TikTok outright because who the fuck gives a shit if the Chinese spies on a kid? Like, I don't. Right. So your problem isn't the malware spyware stuff. Your problem no, is the no, like, late 20s <laughs> being no, no, just yeah, real but, shits on it. No, but for their own sakes, they are making okay. fools yeah, of themselves. Mm -hmm. They are you're just looking, looking out for them. Ridiculous. Yeah, right. And okay. so what we need to do is that we need to help them realize, get rid of the pretense that they are still young. And okay. we need to just ban TikTok for anyone who's graduated from college or who is 23 or older. I can they, are, they are no longer allowed on TikTok. I think that's going to help them. And even if there's no ban, I just want to make an appeal to everyone out there who is of an adult age to stay on your own apps. If you are in the mid-20s something, there are apps out there for you that are like yours, for your generation. Okay, okay. There, there's Snapchat. Like there's your Tingle. Instagram, there's OnlyFans. Just like go on those apps or websites or whatever they are and stay. That's your playroom. Leave TikTok to the kids. I really think that this is something that society needs to deal with. Wow, it's 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 just good to see you with just moral certainty and with passion, Thomas. I, I'm glad you're getting behind something. Thinking that a bunch of late twenties kids are a bunch of douchebags is a moral certainty. They need to build careers. They need to actually get into polite society, would and you, they can't just be making fools of themselves on TikTok. Would you describe Thomas as a moral person? Yes. Well, you know, he does a lot of things that I don't like and thinks a lot of things that I don't like. But at the end of the day, he thinks late 20-year-olds on TikToks are douchebags. So, yes. Uh, but well, I, really, what I wanted to do is, like, I, I don't understand what Thomas is doing here and just wanted to mm. move on. But but thanks for extending that. Oh, okay. uh, but I, um, I also want to take this one so step further. Right. I yes, want, let's, do I want to, let's do more. Yeah, okay. I what else? To, I want to ban anyone under the age of 35 from Facebook. We clearly have to win. Keep going until Chris is on board with us. <laughs> I, ju I, just, I just believe that apps should be age appropriate. Wait a second. Uh, older than 35, ban them from Facebook? No, no. Oh, yeah, under. Yeah, under. Under. Oh, okay. Under. Yeah, it, it's an sense. app for olds. That's what, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's oh, – Facebook anyway, is such a – Anyway, that's – uh, that's the point I wanted to make. I'm good. We can move how on. how will twenty and thirty some early thirty somethings get their fake news if not through Facebook, TikTok? No, uh, not they TikTok. are. We need some. Really... So we need their guys. We there, just there's a niche. We just we created could... a. We just created a market. We just did. No. All right. We just created but, a, a niche that we can fill. That mm -hmm. uh, yeah. we gotta fill it. But a market for fake news, uh, not real news. Great. 
Yeah. Do, do you think Real News is profitable? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, who, who's clicking share on Real News? No one. People are just going to be like, they aren't going to like, you know, comment and like or put fire emojis next to, you know, just a st- They're just going to be like, oh, this guy reads stories about <laughs> news stuff. Fires? What? Mm. Who cares? Yeah, no, this is, this is an issue where I believe that Donald Trump is right. The traditional news. Terrible. Doing poorly. All going bankrupt. Do you guys have anything else for this episode before we quit? Yeah. Uh, real quick. Jordan, my nine-year-old, Thomas, you mentioned phones and electronics and stuff. Yeah. So, so she can watch YouTube, and she gets to choose what she watches on YouTube. She knows that we're not going to buy her phone, but she has become obsessed with phones. And so she watches these guys who will review phones and compare this <laughs> camera to that camera. It's a, some of it's kind of interesting, but my in-laws were here for, for the last week, and m- most of the time she made fun of them for how old their phones are. <laughs> Because I mean, they they are like four years old, and and you know she's all up on what the newest thing is, and and what they don't have, and she's telling them what they don't have, and and so she she can tell you if if you're ever shopping for a phone, you can ask her, and she'll tell you which one you should buy depending on your needs. Like you could fill out a little survey, and she'd tell you. But she was telling me about this new Samsung phone that's that's coming out. Uh, you can you could this phone you can dunk it in water. You can run it over with a car. You could throw it as far as you can. You can all, all things I want to do with my phone. Boil it in a stew. You can drop it in the toilet. You can blow it up with C4. Oh, my God. You could bury it underground. You could putt it like a football, and it still sucks. <laughs> so I don't think I told uh, this on the podcast, but so when I was back in Arizona, I went to a lot of uh, pool parties. We, we were not entirely sober at these parties. And so one of my friends, uh, uh, <coughs> Caleb, he, um, we, we were going to play a pool. Um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, you know, bear pong, but in the pool on like a flotation device. It's really fun. And so we got out of the house. So you just like, how do you bounce something on water? Caleb gets in the pool. Half an hour later, he's standing there, and I don't know. He like, and he, I see on him that he realizes something. And look, and I'm like, what? And he takes his his hand down into you know the pocket of his uh, swim okay. trunks. I don't like was going to different. <laughs> and he pulls out his phone. He like tries to tap on it, mm-hmm. and it just won't work. I've done that, like two year, two years ago. I oh. got out of the pool after being in for like. 15 minutes and was like, oh, let me check my phone, which I've had this whole time in the pool. <laughs> yeah, no, and it says on there, so usually most phones are, they're not waterproof, they are what they call water resistant. Resistant, yeah. Right. Up and to so, so many feet deep, and t- yeah. theoretically it should have been fine, right? Yeah, right, but I don't know, like we figure that maybe it's like a cumulative thing because he's forgotten to take it out before, and so it says like it should be good for like up to an hour at uh, four foot deep or yeah. something like that. So maybe it's just like over the summer, he's been in the water too many times with it for too long. Like on purpose uh, right. or would he just no, forget no, all these times? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I, I so he's not like, well, I got to update my Twitter and I just don't, it's not that. It's, it's just that he forgets. It's a prestige thing. 
hey, I can swim around with my pool. <laughs> All right, Thomas, that was a pretty good story, but um, I just got a couple notes, and so we'll uh, do it again and add these. So when he's reaching, when you got when you get the part where he's reaching down, um, <laughs> instead of his pocket, let's move his hand, you know, a little to the towards the mental. Oh, the, oh, you want to go? I was going to go to the front, but if you okay, go all right. Side, <laughs> I'm open to either one, but I think like you know, it just. It spices things up a little more if we, you know. Uh, but, but the problem here is that in that case, I, I only tell true stories on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I would feel comfortable exaggerating like that. Um. Anyway, that is all for us for this week. Please tune in next week where we are going to be talking about uh, Tom Lasso, I believe. So that would be fun. (laughs) Tom Lasso. It's going to be great. Uh, Yeah. Uh, From Apollo 8, good night and good luck. Good luck.